America, the podcast, fifth anniversary spectacular 4th of July special. Starring Elias A. Stodd, a.k.a. the bastard, a.k.a. the embodiment of an only hope for America. Featuring Timmy Two-Step and the royalty-free music band. In this episode, we have semi-important questions. The return of Rapid Fire News. The top 10 clips from the top 10 episodes of the last five years. And a few surprise guests. And now, without further ado, it's time to sing our host happy birthday. Ha! No, Doug, I told you, we can't sing that song. We'll get sued. Just cut to the episode. All right, fine. Let's check in on our host and your birthday bastard, Feminius A. Stodd. Hello, America. It's me, Thebidias A. Stard, the embodiment of an only hope for America, and welcome to America, the podcast, the fifth anniversary special July 4th Spectacular. First, I would like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in to the fifth anniversary special of my very important show, America, the podcast. But alas, America, I am a little sad today. You see, not only is it the fifth anniversary of my very important show, America, the podcast, but it is also July 4th, America's birthday, and by default, my birthday as well. Well, not by default, I was actually born on July 4th in 1736, but that's neither here nor there. You see, America, I am sad because no one has come to my birthday party. I am turning 246 today, if you count my birthday as the birth of the country, or 286 if you count my actual physical birth. Me regardless, you would have thought over all of these years I would at least have a few close friends that would like to come to my very important birthday. But alas, I am utterly alone today. The fuck are you talking about, dude? I'm right here. Yes, but do you even matter? Huh. Do you want to take a moment and rephrase what you just said? I, oh, I'm sorry, Timothy. You are, of course, my friend, but none of my other friends showed up. Bezos couldn't make it. Elon isn't here. Queen Elizabeth is secretly dead. Zordon from the Power Rangers made up some vague excuse about irritable bowel syndrome. He's a floating head. How does he even have bowels? Not really a believable lie. The list goes on, and unfortunately, no one from the list bothered to show up. Ah, well, damn, man, that, that is a, that's a bummer. Um, you know, you're a prick and you make my life difficult. You're welcome. Uh, but I am gonna, uh, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and help you out today. I'm gonna see if I can get somebody here. You are going to get somebody of importance to come to my birthday. <laughs> you are small and insignificant in the grand scheme of power in this world. Who could you possibly get to show up? Well, first off, I'm not small because I'm taller than you. You weren't supposed to tell anybody that, Timothy. Yeah, and second of all, while I've been traveling the world with your five foot nine ass, God damn it. I've met some people in the deep state and in the supernatural realms, some fucking how. And I've uh, I've got a few numbers, so I can either give them a call or you and I can sit here and eat a cookie cake together and watch Blazing Saddles. Mm. Well, I don't want to eat a cookie cake utterly alone. I'm still right here. You're not alone. Utterly alone! Ugh. Anyways, while Timothy, I guess, goes and fakes a phone call to some of his quote-unquote powerful friends that he claims to have, 
Um, well, I guess let's go to the last semi-important questions for the next few months. This is Semi-Important Questions. Our first semi-important question comes from Little Tina from Denver, Colorado. Little Tina writes, Dear Mr. Thebedias, you said Donald Trump Jr. was your coke dealer in the 1980s, but he would have been around 10 years old. How do you explain that? Signed, Little Tina, Denver, Colorado. Uh, well, Little Tina, I don't know how else to explain it other than I had a 10-year-old coke dealer. So, there's that. But, I mean, Donald Trump Jr. turned out fine, right? Uh, wait, he did not. I fear Donald Jr.'s whole thing might have been my fault. Oh well, you live and you learn, and boy are we learning. So, uh, yeah. Next question. Our next semi-important question comes from Little Roland from Atlanta, Georgia. Little Roland writes, Dear Mr. Thebedias, you often bring up things about Harry Potter on the show. Does America the podcast take place in the Harry Potter universe? Signed, Little Roland, Atlanta, Georgia. Well, Little Roland, while I do understand your line of thinking, America, the podcast, is not part of the Harry Potter universe. For starters, Harry Potter is a work of fiction by famed anti-trans person author J.K. Rowling, while America, the podcast, is objectively non-fiction, meaning it is entirely true. Objectively. Secondly, unlike J.K. Rowling, America, the podcast, allows trans people to exist in our universe because trans people are people and they exist. So, it's really not that hard to figure out. Next question. Our last semi-important question comes from Little Orin from Tacoma, Washington. Little Orin writes, Dear Mr. Thabadias, you've mentioned living a very long life. What was your favorite decade? Signed, Little Orin, Tacoma, Washington. Well, Little Orin, if you listen to my very important show, America, the podcast, you'll know that my favorite decade was the 1980s. Here, I'll let a very important person explain it to you. That important person being me from last year. Here, take a listen. The 1980s were different and I loved everything about them. The weird-ass cars, Dynasty in Dallas, Hair metal, that fling I had with Pat Benatar, that fling I had with Freddie Mercury, Fraggle Rock, Cory fucking Hart was hanging out, neon colors were everywhere, Ooh, women started working more which meant I had even more people to exploit in the name of capitalism, Ooh, the TV show ALF was still on. Fun fact, I once did cocaine with ALF and Don Johnson from Miami Vice while we flew a helicopter over the financial district in New York City while shouting obscenities out of a megaphone. If memory serves, Alf landed the helicopter atop the New York Stock Exchange, and we proceeded to stumble down the stairs to the exchange floor where Jordan Belfort met us with more cocaine. God damn, that was a very 80s thing you just said. Yes, living through the 1980s was like partying in Vegas 24-7 and running the world while you do it. Partially because I actually did run parts of the world during that time. Ah, Alf. Hmm, I should call him again. Anyways, this has been Semi-Important Questions. Riveting stuff, as per the usual. Well, America, Timothy is off making his quote-unquote real phone call to get me a quote-unquote real birthday guess, but, uh, as we know, Timothy does not know anybody powerful whatsoever. <laughs> He's probably on the phone with Barney the Dinosaur or something. Actually, that would be a bad thing. I owe Barney the Dinosaur a lot of money. Anyways, while Timothy attempts to get me a birthday guest of some importance, we will go to commercial. And when we come back, we will continue with the America!
America, the podcast, fifth anniversary spectacular July 4th special, complete with the return of rapid fire news and the top 10 clips of the past five years. We'll be right back. It's America, the podcast. This episode of America, the podcast is brought to you by Real American Gerrymandering. Hey there, friend. You look glum. Are you a crooked congressperson tired of losing elections to a candidate with values and morals? Do you wish you could perpetually hold your political position in power without lifting a finger to campaign? Are lobbyists refusing to work with you simply because you're extremely unlikable? Well, have I got a solution for you! Introducing Real American Gerrymandering. With Real American Gerrymandering, you can carve out your little piece of the political pie by ensuring the cattle, I mean the citizens, who vote along party lines are nested safe and sound in a congressional district designed to ensure your victory. Yes, Real American Gerrymandering has been the go-to tactic for election triumph for both Democrats and Republicans since the phrase was coined back in good old 1812. Don't believe me? Why, just ask any of the 435 success stories currently serving as your congressperson. Speaking of, politicians absolutely love it when their constituents call them directly. So if you'd like to reach your representative over the phone to discuss how your district has been gerrymandered, you can give them a call at the congressional line anytime at 202-255-3121. That's 202-255-3121 to speak with your congressional representative about how much you love real American gerrymandering. That's Real American Gerrymandering, available wherever freedom is sold. It's America, the podcast. And we're back with the America, the podcast, fifth anniversary spectacular July 4th special. If you are just now tuning in, which would be weird as this is the middle of a podcast that is technically on demand, I have nobody here at my birthday, and Timothy is attempting to get me a birthday guest. Well, I don't think he's going to do it, but I'll let him try. At least he feels important. Anyways, while he does that, you and I need to have a conversation, America. It has been a rambunctious past few years as far as the news is concerned in American politics and the just general goings-on, and I, with my very important segment previously on America, try to keep you informed of it as much as possible. However, as true fans of this show know, that segment used to be called Rapid Fire News. In the event that those of you who listen to my very important show, America the Podcast, and do not subscribe to my very important TikTok and Instagram feeds at America the Podcast, you may have missed some of the news of this year. Which now brings me to my very important bi yearly segment, Rapid Fire News. These days, the news can come at you as fast as a Republican congressperson defending guns after a mass shooting. Well, I am here to shout it at you even faster. This is Rapid Fire News. First, the vote for the bipartisan infrastructure bill has been halted after the Democrats failed to meet the silent demands of the self-appointed political demigods, Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin. I guess the bill can wait. In the meantime, if you're driving across a collapsing bridge, just hit the accelerator and pray to your new gods, Cinema and Manchin, that you make it across. 
next. U.S. Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh, seen here inhaling every last bit of his own fart, recently tested positive for COVID-19. Not to worry, America. As a Republican, I'm sure Justice Kavanaugh is butt-chugging ivermectin as we speak, so he'll be better in no time. Next! President Biden recently recognized Indigenous Peoples Day, formerly known as Columbus Day. When asked how he felt about losing the day that bore his name, Christopher Columbus let out a blood-curdling screech as he is currently being tortured in hell for his crimes of genocide. Next! A trove of incriminating documents was recently released, detailing how the rich and powerful are evading taxes and increasing their wealth. In a related story, it was recently reported that water is wet, fire is hot, and the rich, when eaten, pair well with barbecue sauce and a 2010 Merlot. Next! Texas Governor Greg Abbott has issued an executive order banning vaccine mandates in any Texas entity. When asked if the Texas GOP intended to ensure every one of their constituents contracted COVID-19, a spokesperson answered, Yes, I thought that was obvious. Next. 100 domestic terrorists have now pled guilty to crimes committed at the January 6th Capitol riot, including Texas florist Jenny Cudd, seen here with resting MAGA face. When asked if the FBI intended to hunt down any more rioters from that day, Agent Fred Krueger stated simply, One, two, the feds are coming for you. Next! Former Secretary of State Colin Powell, seen here metaphorically pushing a snowball down a hill that killed a literal 400,000 people, has died from COVID-19 complications at the age of 84. While he did not face any justice for his war crimes in life, it is now being reported that the Supreme Court of God has found Powell guilty and sentenced him to rotten hell for all eternity next to fellow war criminal Donald Rumsfeld. Next. A school in Florida is making vaccinated students stay home for 30 days to protect unvaccinated students, citing a theory that is too stupid and dangerous to mention on this show. In a related story, the FAA has now ordered that only passengers are allowed to fly planes in an effort to protect pilots from dying in a plane crash. Next. It is being reported that the following members of Congress met with January 6th Capitol rioters to plan the insurrection. Representative Paul Gosar of Arizona. Representative Lauren Bobbert of Colorado. Representative Mo Brooks of Alabama. Representative Madison Cawthorn of North Carolina. Representative Andy Biggs of Arizona. Representative Louis Gohmert of Texas. And Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia. In a related story, duh. Next. Senator and winner of World's Lowest Glasses, Chuck Schumer, has recently suggested that the TSA use canine teams to curb holiday staffing issues caused by TSA agents refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccine. When asked about qualifications and benefits for the canine teams, a representative stated that a quality candidate would of course be a good boy or girl, and each dogo officer would receive three belly rub breaks per shift. Next. It was reported that former president and walking daddy issue Donald J. Trump accepted over 80 gifts from Saudi Arabia while in office, including, but not limited to, robes made of fake tiger and cheetah fur, multiple swords, and a silver dagger with an ivory handle. When asked why the Saudis gave President Trump those gifts, a spokesperson for the Saudis stated, Oh, it's so that the U.S. would turn a blind eye to the murders that we totally don't do, and that the U.S. also totally doesn't do. And then the spokesperson winked so hard that his eyeball fell out. Next! Facebook, the social media site known for toppling nations and radicalizing your Aunt Denise, has changed its corporate name to Meta in an effort to get people interested in their virtual reality world known as the Metaverse. In future news, although flying tentacled robots have forced humanity to the center of the Earth where it is still warm, human spokesperson Morpheus still believes that the One will be born any day now inside the Metaverse. Next! Multiple insurrectionists have stated that Paul Gosar, a GOP representative whose own family campaigned against him during his election, promised anyone who attended the Capitol riot a blanket pardon from former president and man who bottles his own farts, Donald J. Trump. 
That said, I will continue to report on the obvious and predictable things like GOP representatives helping domestic terrorists. Next! Six-year-old avian monster Big Bird recently received the COVID-19 vaccination after it was announced that children as young as five could receive the shot, causing conservatives to expectedly complain and call the inhabitants of Sesame Street communists. When asked for comment, a blue, furry, googly-eyed spokesperson stated that Sesame Street not communist? How Fox get that idea? Now give me cookie and death to bourgeoisie. Next! Killer of human beings Kyle Rittenhouse, who was found not guilty on all counts after a questionable trial, was recently offered an internship by Congressman and underwear skid Mark Matt Gates, and interviewed by Fox News host and general dumb person Tucker Carlson, who called Rittenhouse a sweet kid. In future news, Supreme Court Justice Kyle Rittenhouse was sworn in today by President Donald Trump Jr. Next! Republican and healthier-looking Brett Kavanaugh, Glenn Youngkin, has won the governorship of Virginia, leaving Democrats with one less governor seat. Don't worry, Democrats, you'll pass the Equal Rights Amendment someday. All you need to do is win and hold at least 38 governor seats, and that should be no problem at all. <laughs> oh my god, I almost burst my spleen. Next! Wild Wild West cosplayer Roger Stone and man who is totally not deceased comedian Bill Hicks, Alex Jones, are preparing to get real silly in Washington, D.C. after it was announced that both men were subpoenaed by the January 6th panel. Though unconfirmed, it is speculated that Roger Stone will be arriving at Congress in some sort of a Zeppelin, while Jones will be taking his preferred mode of transportation, burrowing through the earth like the Pokemon Diglett. Next! Former U.S. Representative and teenager with Benjamin Button's disease, Beto O'Rourke, has announced that he is running for the governorship of Texas. And here come the text messages from the Beto O'Rourke campaign volunteers. Yep, already have 10,000 text notifications, all from Beto. You don't see Matthew McConaughey spam texting people yet. Next! GOP representative and man hated by his own family, Paul Gosar, was recently censured by Congress after he tweeted out a doctored video from the anime Attack on Titan, which depicted Gosar attacking President Joe Biden and killing Representative Ocasio-Cortez with a sword. When asked for comment, former Walmart resident and Survey Corps child soldier Aaron Yeager shouted something at his friend Mikasa about needing to fight and then cried about his dead mother for a whole hour. Next. Next. The Christmas tree for right-wing propaganda network Fox News was recently set ablaze, which can only mean one thing. The 2021 War on Christmas has begun! Grab your sharpened candy cane, folks! It's time for battle! For Christmas! Next. Tech billionaire and dictionary definition of the term fuckboy, Elon Musk was recently named Time Magazine's Person of the Year. In a related story, the America the Podcast! Person of the Year is Officer Eugene Goodman, an actual hero who saved actual people and does not come from apartheid emerald mine money. Next! Political organization and pre-Sons of Jacob, the Republican Party, have already gained ground in the 2022 election as new gerrymandered maps begin to take shape. In future news from 2023, the DNC is still trying to figure out how a party full of spineless centrist sycophants who can barely pass an infrastructure bill lost the 2022 election cycle. Next! It is being reported that Senator and man whose body will one day be stolen to make Frankenstein's monster, Joe Manchin, use the calamity of the infrastructure bill vote to decide when he should release his new book. So to put it in basic terms, yes, Joe Manchin is the exact piece of shit you think he is. Next! Actual monster and sexual predator Ghislaine Maxwell was finally found guilty of child sex trafficking. In a related story, uh, something, 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 Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. You know who did kill Jeffrey Epstein? Santa Claus. And you can find out why on America the Podcast. 
next. After a long fight, President Joe Cool Biden finally signed the $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill that will help fix roads and bring broadband internet to rural communities. In a related story, the talented propagandists at Fox News are continuing to find newer and stupider ways of demonizing clean water and stable bridges. Next. The COVID strain known as the Omicron variant has been spreading rapidly across the United States, prompting conservatives to once again begin yelling things like hoax and fake news. In a related story, Fox News anchors who received the COVID-19 vaccine still actively discourage their viewers from getting it. What? Sometimes you get cold hard facts instead of jokes. I gotta keep you on your toes somehow, America. Fox sure doesn't. Get your vaccine! Next! The United States, along with other allied nations, will be diplomatically boycotting the Winter 2022 Olympics in China, setting the genocide of the Muslim Uyghurs in Chinese concentration camps. In a related story, the U.S. pot continues to call the Chinese kettle black as U.S. concentration camps full of immigrant children continue to remain open. Next! There's good news for people who like to get potted up on weed. It is being reported that cannabis may be able to help prevent COVID-19 from infecting healthy cells. So smoke them if you got them, America. Your life may depend on it. Next! It is being reported that former president and rejected hut crime boss Donald J. Trump stayed awake during a colonoscopy while president to prevent then-vice president and sentient jar of mayonnaise Mike Pence from assuming presidential powers. In a related story, everyone should get their colonoscopies beginning at the age of 45 and maybe do so under anesthesia, but I'm not gonna tell you what to do with your own body. That's the government's job. Next. It is being reported that former president and man whose presidency could have been avoided altogether if his parents had said I love you just once, Donald J. Trump had contracted COVID-19 shortly before his 2020 debate with then-candidate Joe Biden. In a related story, Americans are unsurprised that a terrible person would do something terrible like lie about having COVID-19 shortly before being in close proximity with an elderly man. Next. It is because becoming more likely that the United States will be going to war with Russia, keeping up the tried and true tradition of American presidents starting wars and invading foreign nations. Next, it was announced that Milltown Mel, New Jersey's weather rodent, passed away shortly before Groundhog Day. The announcement came from his handlers that stated, Mel has crossed the Rainbow Road. Unfortunately, Milltown Mel was hit by a red turtle shell while crossing the road and did not make it to heaven. Next, Speaker of the House and inventor of sand, Nancy Pelosi, who recently celebrated her 81st birthday, announced that she will be running for re-election. So not to worry, America, it looks like the political status quo will remain firmly in place. But then again, the primaries are just around the corner. Huh? Huh? Go vote. Next, 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 next. Former Vice President Mike Pence, seen here waving goodbye to his chances of being the GOP's 2024 presidential nominee, recently stated that he did not have the power to overturn the 2020 election and that former president and ugly burp, Donald J. Trump, was wrong for saying so. After his speech was over, over 80 million Americans collectively shouted the phrase no duh so loud that it caused an earthquake on a remote Pacific island. There were no survivors. Next! Former presidential lawyer and yucky vampire Rudy Giuliani was recently revealed to be the masked singer on the Fox show of the same name, causing host comedian Ken Jeong and the guy who wrote that creepy blurred line song to leave in protest. In a related story, American television continues to normalize known sycophants and right-wing propagandists. Next! It is being reported that Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer, seen here enjoying the smell of his own fart, plans to retire at the end of the current judicial session. In a related story, Mitch McConnell is back on his bullshit. Next! Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell recently seemed to forget that he wasn't at his normal KKK rally and insinuated to a room full of reporters that black Americans were not regular Americans. 
Woods. Not to be outdone, Representative Madison Cawthorn told Mitch McConnell that he would wear his autographed Nazi uniform to the House floor. Next. President and man whose finger for sure smells bad, Joe Biden, recently welcomed a new cat named Willow to the White House. Which can only mean one thing. The Beeline Nation has officially infiltrated the United States government at the highest level. Our nation is doomed and I hereby submit to our new overlord, Willow Biden, first of her name, long may she reign. Next. It is being reported that former president and human cautionary tale, Donald J. Trump, asked the Defense Department to seize voting machines in an attempt to overturn the 2020 election. In a related story, the rich and powerful still face no consequences for their actions, which is pretty good for yours truly. Started a lot of wars. Next. Katanji Brown Jackson was confirmed by the Senate recently, causing outrage on the right, joy on the left, and a new opportunity for President Joe Biden to smell someone's hair. Last. It is being reported that the Supreme Court will likely overturn the almost 50-year-old ruling known as Roe v. Wade, which grants women the right to make decisions about their own reproductive health. In future dystopian news, all women must now be fitted with green, brown, and red robes as America officially changes its name to the Republic of Gilead. This has been Rapid Fire News. Rapid Fire News will return December 31st for America, the podcast, a year in review. For now, we will go to commercial, but when we come back, you will be treated to the top 10 clips from the top 10 episodes of the last five years of America, the podcast. We'll be right back. It's America, the podcast. This episode of America the Podcast is brought to you by America's newest subscription service, the Real American Paid Politician Program. Hey there, friend. You look glum. Are you a CEO who's tired of pesky, well-meaning politicians getting in the way of your private world domination? Are you fed up with paying lobbyists millions of your hard-swindled American dollars to push your personal political opinions? Well, have I got a solution for you! Introducing America's newest subscription service, the Real American Paid Politician Program. With the Real American Paid Politician Program, you can say bye-bye to worrying about which way your paid-off patsy will vote. Our politicians are not only loyal to whichever cause they're paid to care about, they're guaranteed to win any election or your money back. Yes, we've got everything from senators to governors, and you can even pick from our list of presidential candidates when you subscribe at the Double Dodeca Premium level. And if you act now, we'll throw in a city council person who can help you strip mine the resources in any town of your choice. If you're still unsure if the Real American Paid Politician program is right for you, check out our recent rave reviews from the Democratic Party. That's the Real American Paid Politician Program, available wherever freedom is sold. Your 12-month subscription will automatically renew each year, often not valid in Alaska. It's America, the podcast! And we're back with America, the podcast, the five-year anniversary spectacular, the July 4th special, or whatever the hell we're calling it. And I guess Timothy is uh, still trying to get me a birthday guest, but I don't think that's going to happen because he's so unimportant. 
If you keep saying shit like that, I'm gonna go home and you're going to eat that fucking cookie cake by yourself, asshole! Well, that just means more cookie cake for me now, doesn't it, America? Anyways, let him do his thing. It's time for the top ten clips of the top ten episodes of the last five years! Clip number 10. The base starred, aka The Bastard, finds out that there is more than one Sabaro pizza in America from episode 206, Guns Everywhere with Dr. Yvette de Chavez and Alana Matos from Shway Media. Do you have any bread? Uh, yeah, of course I've got some bread. Do you have any wine? Oh yeah, I've got wine. You're telling me this like I should know that you should already have wine. I have a lot of wine. Mmm, I want to drink this wine. Wait, is this for the July 4th episode? Uh, yeah. It's my birthday. Uh, yeah, it is your birthday. Do you still want to eat fish and bread? Mmm, I guess not. Um, I would like pizza and cake. Uh, okay, pizza and cake. We can do that. Good. Do you want to go to New York? We can go to Sabaro's. We're not going to go to New York to go to Sabaro's. Y you know you can go to Sabaro's in Texas, right? Shut up. Where? There's a Sabaro's in Texas? There's a Sabaro's at almost every single mall in the country. Shut up. Oh my god. I love the mall. Should should we go? Get, can we get cake there? We can get a cookie cake. Even better. Clip number nine. Tim the producer finds out about the Vagenda of Manicide. From episode 201, Men Are Trash, with America the Podcast writer, Alexa Schreffler dewar the Post reported that statistically, not only do adult women play more video games than teenage boys, but they also experience the most sexism. Shocking. Is that shocking? Obviously not. Sexism is rampant in every industry. It exists in everything from entertainment to politics to food service to tech or any other given workplace. Not ours, of course. We have a woman on our staff. So pat yourself on the back. And yeah, hearing that out loud, we should probably hire more women. Yeah, we probably should. Yeah, I completely take back that backpat. Something I rarely do. You see, progress is being made already. But there are those male warriors in the quote-unquote vagenda of manicide that say men are the ones being oppressed. That there is a quote, war on men. A war in which men are quote-unquote losing their masculinity. Wait, are these people being serious? <laughs> Aren't they just weak men? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say so, yeah. Well, call me crazy, but if a woman succeeding threatens one's masculinity, did that person's masculinity even exist in the first place? Hmm. Food for thought, America. Also, we should get food after this. I'm thinking pizza. Clip number eight. Pebe starred, a.k.a. The Bastard, describes living in a communist village. I still say it wasn't communist, though. From episode 204, The Case for Communism, with America the Podcast writer and former Hillary Clinton campaign aide, Andrew K. Turner. Their village was called Commune, and the people called the Communists. Something didn't naturally seem right about it to me at first, but I grew to love, accept, and even be a part of the Communists. Wait, wait, hold on. What? Are you telling me you... you... 
are okay with communism now? What? No, are you high? What? No, you just said you were okay living in a communist village. No, I said their village was called Commune, and they were the communists. It's not their fault their name is similar to that red plague. Come to think of it, they were actually wearing red the entire time I was there. Uh... Irregardless, they were nothing like communists. Everybody there was equal. They had equal access to employment and education and health care and... Uh, that sounds a little like communism. No, no, no. There were no monopolies. All of the workers had rights. Everybody was working toward the same goal of bettering the village of commune for the greater good of all people that lived there. Yeah, that sounds like communism, man. But that's impossible. They're all happy and there's no dictator. That's probably because there's no greedy asshole there that tries to take advantage of the workers and seize power for his or herself. Communism can work on a small scale. That sounds like a commie lie. It's not. There's tons of communist ideals that exist in America today. I don't believe you. Name me some. The eight-hour workday, worker unionization, free health care for everybody, and the five-day work week, better known as a weekend. Are you sure Republicans didn't come up with that? Well, a red party did come up with it, but it just wasn't the Republican party. Clip number seven. Santa Claus admits to killing Jeffrey Epstein from the War on Christmas Volume 3, Rise of Kringle. I'm sorry, did you say flying arachno-bears? Ho ho ho, indeed I did, my boy. Flying eight-legged bears. Quite terrifying, actually. I bet your round-earth fake news NASA doesn't talk about that at all. One even took a chunk out of Dancer not too long ago, which is why we had to replace him with Glenn. Ho 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 I miss you so much. Jesus Christ, Theb, are these things real? Is he, is he telling the truth? I mean, yes and no. I'll explain it more later. Illuminati members aren't really supposed to talk about the bears. Ho 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 ho, you think I care what those old white men think? Ho 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 no. They can't touch me. Especially not after I took care of the little Jeffrey problem back in August. Ho, 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 ho. I'm sorry, Jeffrey problem in August? Jeffrey, Jeffrey who? Oh, just a friend I was visiting in prison who was causing a bit of a problem for me and my other friends. Ho, ho, ho. But when I left the prison, the problem was solved. Ho, 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 ho. I'm sorry, but did you, did you kill Jeffrey Epstein? Oh, I have no idea what you're talking about, son. Ho. 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 Uh, Tim, I think you should probably drop this one. Yeah, I think you're right, man. Clip number six. America's Freedom Prayer, led by Pebe Stard, a.k.a. The Bastard, from episode one of America the Podcast, Freedom, the American Religion. Maybe the god of freedom is a gun. We do tend to use a lot of guns when we're spreading the gospel of freedom. But I guess you will never know until you ask freedom to come into your heart and be your savior. Come with me now, America, and bow your heads and your hearts. It is time for me to end my sermon for the First Church of Freedom, the greatest American religion. Let us pray. Dear Freedom, thank you for everything. Please guide me through all liberal-sponsored hardships. Please forgive me my trespasses and help us destroy those who trespass against us or cross over our border. Maybe make a border wall. In the name of America, amen. Clip number five. Thebidiasa Stard, a.k.a. The Bastard, fights Patches, King of the Wolves. 
Russian influenced by the Russians in 2016. Uh, bad, uh, uh, bastard, can you come here? It's time to wake up, America. Remember, being intelligent is not a bad thing. It is actually a very, very bigly, bastard. greatly, smartly thing for you to do. Bastard. In the words of the mystical elves of Schoolhouse Rock, knowledge is power. Now, let's move on. I want to tell you about my upcoming Senate re- Bad. What? Dude, there is a pack of wolves outside to see you. They asked for you by name. You mean my given Christian name, not the bastard? Yeah, the whole name. Oh boy. Well, I knew this day would come. Don't worry, I'll handle it. Where did you get a longsword? I told you, I'm very old. Okay, well, better question, what is this all about? Well, do you remember last season when I fought that bear? Yeah. Well, it's related to that, but I'll explain next time. Right now, I have a pack of wolves to battle. Well, if it isn't Patches, King of the Wolves, you think you can just come to my house and challenge me to battle? So be it. How about you? Ha -ha! Um, I'll rip your cute little oh, face shit. off. Oh. Ha -ha! Oh shit, okay, um, I'm gonna go stop this before it gets any worse, um, we'll be right back, uh, with Alana Matos, um, from Shway Media. Clip number four. Tim the producer is rescued from the void of time and then immediately shoots Santa Claus with a gun. From the War on Christmas Volume 5, the search for Spock, but instead it's Tim. Holy Heath Ledger's ghost, he's alive! Whoa, where am I? You did it, Thomas! Welcome home, Timothy. Wait, I'm home? I'm home! You got me out! Indeed, I did. <laughs> well, we all helped, but the credit goes to Thomas Paine. Thomas Paine! Oh, wow, it's great to meet you, Mr. Paine. Likewise, good sir. Damn, Bev, you got everyone to help. Hey, Mary, it's good to see you. Frosty, Jack, Rudolph, Krampus, and Scrooge, too. Oh, man. Oh, this is great. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, shit, Feb, it's Santa. Get down. Oh, my God, he killed him. Did I get him? Clip number three. Febe starred, a.k.a. the Bastard, reveals his real name from episode 205 on a very special episode. So, I guess last question, um, mm-hmm. What's your name? Are you serious? You don't know my name? I mean, you introduced yourself to me as the bastard. No, I introduced myself to you as Febe Stard. What? I, what are you talking about? My name is Thebadias A. Stard of the New England Stards. I go by Theb for short. Theb A. Stard. And you don't see how that might be a little bit confusing when you say it in that quasi-New England-y accent you've got going on? Well, of course I do. I'm not an idiot. It's obviously been a nickname for me for many years, one which I have adopted, and, well, let's be honest, I can be a bit of a bastard sometimes. <laughs> yes. Clip number two. Febe Stard, a.k.a. The Bastard, uses Wolverine Claws at the Battle of Yorktown. From episode 509, it's the Battle of Yorktown!
What do you think, Mr. Stodd? I think a lot of things, Alex, but this time I'd advise that Lieutenant Colonel Lawrence takes the men around the back while we assault the front. If we do this right, we can take this redoubt before the French take theirs. You heard the man, Colonel Lawrence. Let's move. Gonna eat their own heart today. Come here, you. Ah, he's got claws! He's like a wolverine! He clawed my arm off! He's feeding Roger his own heart! Don't feed me my own heart! Fifty-eight! Fifty-nine! No, 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 no! Fifty! you British bastards! And finally, the number one clip of the last five years, Pebe Stard, a.k.a. The Bastard, describes capitalism on Christmas. From the War on Christmas Volume 4, A Christmas Adventure to Save Christmas. Because Christmas isn't just the hodgepodge of Judeo-Christian and pagan rituals we all know and love. It is the celebration of my absolute favorite thing. Capitalism. What? You thought you were going to get a politics-free episode? <laughs> Only in your dreams would I let that happen. Now settle into your nightmare and listen to my very important words. Regular Joe billionaires like myself, the Walton family of Walmart, and Tim Apple, we truly care about you. Because you are the ones with the thing we want most. Money. We need you to buy... Buy, and then buy some more. And what better way to get you into the purchasing mood than to co-opt your sacred religious holidays and market the hell out of them? In reality, billionaires could give two shits about your holy days. Well, actually, we would never give them. You would most certainly be paying a premium for one of our solid gold turds. The billionaire class doesn't give credence to the birth of Jesus of Nazareth or the Jewish Festival of Lights. They don't care about Umoja, Ania, Imani, or any other principle of Kwanzaa. They could care less about Pancha Ganapati, Saturnalia, or Sol Invictus. There is only one god billionaires honor and one holiday we celebrate. That holiday is celebrated every minute of every day and its religious practices honored with each and every credit card swipe and cash register chime. We take advantage of your giving nature any chance we get. We have our workers donate money to their own COVID-19 employee relief funds, and even made GoFundMe the de facto largest health insurance company in the United States. Without billionaires in control, you would be in a terrible place. You would have to control your own laws and political representatives without us telling those reps how to vote and you what to think. You don't have time to think as it is. We would never want to inflict such a cumbersome thing upon you. We billionaires will do the thinking for you so that you can get back to the factory floor once you've taken your five-minute bathroom break. And don't worry, we're working on shortening those breaks for you as well. Maybe, if you're lucky, you'll each get a catheter and a feeding tube so you can work straight through your 8-12 to 12 hour shift. For now, from me and my billionaire friends to you, we thank you for the gift you continue to give us. Money and power. Riveting stuff from the last five years. And my apologies for the inconsistent audio of those clips, America. 
The budget for my very important show has grown larger over the past few years, and therefore the audio quality of my very important show has improved as well as you can clearly hear. Could I have made my producer Tim remaster each and every one of those clips? Maybe, but first I would have to know what mastering is. But alas, you heard what you heard, and now it's time to go to a commercial, because, well, Tim's not back with my very important birthday guest, and <laughs> I don't think he's going to get one. So while we humor him, you can continue to grow my very important show's very important budget with these ads. We'll be right back. It's America, the podcast! This episode of America the Podcast is brought to you by the Real American COVID-19 Vaccine. Hey there, friend. You look glum. What's that you say? All of your friends and family are dead. What happened? You say they didn't get the COVID-19 vaccine and were part of the 99.7% of people who died from the various COVID variants like the Delta, Lambda, and Gamma. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. At least you got the vaccine, right? What's that you say? The vaccine creators are just trying to microchip you. And did you just say gravity is a toxin? What the hell are you talking about? You say Dr. Anthony Fauci is the Antichrist and I should stop pushing this government propaganda on you and that vaccines do more harm than good. You say that you won't get the vaccine despite the fact that 99.7% of people who die of COVID are unvaccinated. Well, that's... That's just fucking stupid! No, I don't care that I said fuck. This guy's an idiot. His whole family died of the virus and he still won't get the shot. Where do you find these morons? No, I won't come down. Millions of people have died from this shit and this guy's sitting over here thinking he knows more than literally thousands of medical professionals and scientists. No, I'm done. It's the mid-season finale and I'm going on vacation. I need a break from these self-destructive sycophants. Someone literally barfed on my feet last week. I don't get paid enough for this. Okay, fine, I'll do the bump. That's the Real American COVID-19 vaccine, available at literally every pharmacy and doctor's office. Pfizer or Moderna, pick one, it's fucking free. And we're back, America, and I seem to be sans a birthday guest. Uh, Tim, do we have a birthday guest? I'm sorry about earlier. Yeah, yeah, well, um, yes, I did come through and, uh, somehow got someone who actually likes you, inexplicably. Uh, come on in. Oh my god, it's Thomas Paine! Thomas Paine! Hello, old friend. It's good to see you again. It's good to see you, Tom. Haven't seen you since Christmas. Have you come to collect your bones? I still don't know what you mean by that, but I also brought a friend. Get on in here! Lafayette! 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 Give me some of that! Bonjour, mon ami! It's good to see you again! Likewise, Marquis. I can't believe you actually left France. Oui, oui. Your friend uh, spent a lot of time convincing me to leave, but here I am in your home. <laughs> this isn't my home. It only has two floors. This home belongs to my poor man producer, Tim. Ah, that makes sense. Uh, well, I also brought a friend with me, if you don't mind. Not at all. The more the merrier for my very important birthday. 
Uh, come on in, monsieur. Hello, Thebadius. Happy birthday, my friend. Oh, it's George Washington. Um, lovely to see you, sir. Um, one moment. Timothy, sidebar. Uh, what's up, man? Did you know that George Washington was going to be here? Uh, no. Uh, I, I, all I did was call heaven and get a hold of Tom, and then I found a way to get a hold of the Marquis, and then I guess maybe he called heaven to get George to come, but... Like, what's the big deal? I thought you and Washington were friends. I was in the 1770s, but it was more of a uh, commanding officer and soldier relationship. Besides, he's an unapologetic slave owner. We cannot have him on the show. Are you trying to get us canceled? Wait a minute, he never released his slaves? No, he did not, and it's even worse than that. What do you mean? All right, listen. While he was still president and living in Pennsylvania, George would send his enslaved people back to Virginia after five months and then have a new rotation of enslaved people sent back to him in Pennsylvania. It just so happened that Pennsylvania had a law stating that any enslaved person living in the state for more than six months would automatically be freed. So, instead of freeing these human beings, he would send them home back to Virginia to basically reset their clock and have a new round of enslaved people sent to him. Oh my god, gross. Fuck this guy. Exactly. That's why we can't have him here. He's going to get us canceled. Well, then, man, you're going to have to get rid of him. How? I mean, maybe just be honest with him? Clear is kind, right? Clear is kind. I like that. Did you come up with it? Uh, no, my wife says it all the time, though. Well then, Alana is a much smarter man than you. Jesus, okay, yeah, that was probably problematic, but we've got bigger fish to fry. You've got to get him out of here, dude. Say we've got to go to the deep state or something. Uh, right. Um, sorry about that, my friends. I just had to take a moment with my producer, Tim, to go over some, uh, podcast things. Uh, well, Gil and, uh, Tom and... George, it's very lovely to see you both, but, um, we actually might need to get going. But we just got here! You don't have time to hang out with your favorite president! Uh, well, it's important America stuff, sir. You understand. Yes, yes, duty calls, but let's at least get a picture together before you go. Oh, boy. Remember, dude, clear is kind. Uh, right. Um, well, Mr. President, I'm afraid I cannot take a picture with you or even be in the same room with you, um, without being canceled. Uh, what is being canceled mean? Uh, I can jump in. Um, it's where you do something really shitty and then society, um, shuns you and doesn't really let you come back into the public eye. Uh, yes, my producer is exactly right, albeit speaking out of turn. But, um, yes, um, you, as well as all of the other founding fathers, minus Tom and Gil here, have all, um, retroactively been canceled. But why have we been canceled? We didn't do anything wrong. We gave you your country. Do we really need to explain this to him, dude? Oh, it looks like it. Um, well, sir, I'm just going to be blunt. You, as well as several other of our compatriots, were all slave owners until the day you died. Ah, I see. And that's not okay anymore? Oh my god, is he serious? Oh, apparently so. Mr. President, no, slavery is not okay anymore, nor was it then, and I'm pretty sure I made that abundantly clear to every single goddamn one of you. So with that, no, I cannot take a picture, no, you cannot attend my birthday, and I'm going to have to kindly ask you to leave and go back to heaven, or at the very least, go serve your term of sentencing in hell. Ah, I see. Uh, Tom and Gil are, of course, welcome to stay. Oh, I believe the Marquis and I have some, uh, 
French things to go over. Isn't that right, Gilbert? Uh, we, oui, it is. Um, it, it, we must be going. It was good to see you, Monsieur Stoud, uh, Monsieur Tim Zipperdussel, and uh, Monsieur Washington. Pardon, Monsieur Payne. Uh, well, goodbye, everyone. Um, Mr. Washington, I... I guess you should be going back to heaven now? No, Mr. Stard, you have opened my eyes to the evils I committed while I was alive. I think I will go serve my sentence in hell, however long that may be, and hope I can one day make up for everything I have done. Very good, sir. Maybe the other founding fathers will find their way there as well. Maybe they will, Mr. Stard. For now, I bid you goodbye and a happy birthday. Farewell. <laughs> oh my god, the pain! Oh my god, what the fuck was that? Oh, well, George Washington was being dragged to hell. Did you think that was going to be a pleasant sight to watch? Uh, no, but fuck, that was a scary thing to see. Oh my god. Oh, Jesus. Uh, oh, speaking, I, I need to go back to church. Ta! No, you do not. Oh, yeah, you're right. Huh, okay. Yes, well, all right, America. This has been the fifth anniversary spectacular 4th of July special from America, the podcast. And I thank you for listening and joining me on my birthday. The show will be taking some time off, but we will be back again in September. For now, I encourage you to follow my very important show at America the Podcast on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. You can follow the show on Twitter at America the Pod or follow me personally at Bastard Comedy. There, you can see all of my very important segments such as Previously on America, Get Out, Greg, Move On, Ron, and many, many others, as well as my very important statements. One of those statements being that you need to register to vote wherever you live. And once you register to vote, vote a million times. Whoa, 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 that's voter fraud. They can only vote once. Ah, uh, yes, just vote the one time, but make sure you vote to make America a better place. That said, thank you for listening, America. I love each and every one of you, and happy birthday to you and me. Good night and good fight. It's America, the podcast. This has been America, the podcast presents the American Revolution. The show is produced and distributed by Shway Media and is part of the Shway Media Podcast Network. The show was created by Tim Philippi and is hosted by me, Thabodias A. Stard, a.k.a. The Bastard, a.k.a. The Embodiment of an Only Hope for America. Writers for my very important show and social media platforms include Tim Philippi, Alana Matos, Andrew K. Turner, Alexa Schreffler, and of course me, Thabodias A. Stard. Producers for America, the podcast, are Tim Philippi and Alana Matos. Due to some audio issues we experienced while traveling through the space-time continuum or something dumb like that, additional voices heard in this episode were provided by Febadias Stard and Tim Philippi. The show's theme song is by Timmy Two-Step, and all other music and sound effects heard in this show were provided by Storyblocks, Freesound.org, the Library of Congress, Ambient Mixer, Soundcrate, Accusonus, and Sonus. Lots of Sonuses out there. The show is available on all podcast directories and YouTube. While reviews on any and all podcast apps are greatly appreciated, I humbly request you leave a five-star review in iTunes so that we may finally overtake the political podcast dynasty known as Pod Safe America. They're not even funny. We know funny. 
Wait, do we know funny? Oh, we do not. Okay, well then, um, let's take them anyways, America. For America! For video messages such as previously on America, did you know this? And America's word of the day, or get out Greg, or kick out Kemp, or any of the other ones, follow the show on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook at America the Podcast. And don't forget to check out all of the other spectacular shows on the Shway Media Podcast Network at shwaymedia.com. That's S-H-W-A-Y media.com. All right, that's it. Go on now. You hear? This has been a production of Shway Media, all rights reserved. For more information, please visit shwaymedia.com. Thank you.